Hello, and welcome to the Boardroom Buddies podcast. Each podcast is themed, and I interview and ask questions of a number of subject matter experts who are also owners of small businesses. And I ask about their specialisms, simply to answer questions that are often in our heads, but we never actually ask or get the answer. Hello, and welcome to this week's podcast. And this week we are at the fabulous Roe Deer restaurant in Wordsley. And we're sitting outside on a beautiful morning in the garden and you can hear the clipping There's a, of uh, plants in the background. There's a gentleman who's just trimming some of the plants. It's a beautiful morning, absolutely gorgeous. So we're making the most of it by sitting outside. And we've had a very light breakfast, very light. For us anyway <laughs> just tea cakes and tea and we're waiting for some more tea so what's this week's podcast about it is about some of the questions that people ask regarding having an accountant i guess so often i hear business owners say why do i need an accountant apart from just the year-end stuff surely it's just to do my tax and i don't really have an accountant I don't know what sort to have who who should how should I choose an accountant so there's lots of questions there so this week I'm delighted to welcome Lloyd Evans of Tax Assist at King's Winford and Wolverhampton that's right morning (laughs) morning so thank you for joining me pleasure and um so I suppose first question Lloyd is why does business owner of a small business need an accountant very, very good question. Uh, I think in one simple word, help. <laughs> All right. Um, yes, there's a lot of things that you can do yourself. And here's our tea. Uh, Thank you. It's just arrived. Fantastic. Lovely. Thank you very much. Nice cup of old grey on the way. <laughs> Thank you very That's much. Super. Thank, Thank you. you. So, uh, yeah. Um, yes, business owners can do their own accounts. They can do their own tax and tax returns. Is it right? Um, are you paying too much tax as a result of yeah. doing what you're doing? Are you making the most of good, solid tax planning tools right, yes. to maximise your income, not only for yourself but for your household? Mm-hmm. You don't just don't know what you don't know. No. no and it's yeah, always good that. to have that extra pair of eyes mm. and ears just to check in. Yes. And we would encourage anyone, if they're uncertain, or even if they're just dead set, I'm going to do it myself, have a chat with an accountant, mm. whether it's us, a tax assist, or, or someone else. Certainly our initial meetings, completely free, completely without obligation. Mm, There's really? no time yeah. limit on them. Yes. And the whole purpose of that meeting for us, certainly at tax assist, is to make sure you have the information at your fingertips to be enable you to make that decision as to whether you mm. want stroke need an accountant yeah or whether you wanted to go alone and do it yourself but at least you've had that mm-hmm. that that information at your fingertips yeah, yeah. um so yeah mm. there's lots of good reasons why yeah, it doesn't yeah. stop you from doing it yourself mm. So it's not really about um, waiting until the end of the tax year? No, definitely not. Definitely not. As early as possible, okay. preferably before you start your mm. business. There's a lot of things to think about. Mm. You might have a great business idea, 
But actually, have you thought about what income do you need to support your household bills and therefore the impact on the business? What does the business need to, to deliver in order to deliver your income of X or Y? Yeah. What processes do you need to put in place to make things easier for you, mm -hmm. to enable you to work on the business? Yeah to be less drowned in admin we've got some great tools mm. great software available uh, and through the relationships we have as a network of over 250 locations across the uk partnered with a number of software su suppliers oh, right, yes. and we can, which means that we can we can pass the benefit of some huge cost savings on to clients mm. and also guide them as to what they need yeah. There's a lot of stuff out there you perhaps don't need as a starting business, yeah. but yeah. you may grow into. And like you said before, it's you know you don't know what you don't know, do Absolutely you, really? Absolutely right. Yeah. Absolutely right. Yeah. A bit like me trying to do the plumbing. I just I wouldn't have that. <laughs> yeah, I could have a go myself, but yeah. soon have a flood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, yeah, planning is, is so key, so key. As early as possible, have a chat with an accountant. Mm. Again, whether it's us at Tax Assist or or someone else. Mm, uh, or, yeah. you know, preferably not a friend or family member in the first instance. They may end up doing the work, but get some independent guidance right, and views. Yeah. yeah. Why do you think that's important then? Just get away from that personal relationship. Okay. So someone can be, be honest, brutally okay. honest. Right. Yeah. You may get that from yes. the family member. That That's great. Yeah. But... <laughs> You're less likely. So it's not really as impartial, I suppose, is that's it? That's great. Yeah, yeah. great word. Impartial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think family businesses are the backbone of, of the UK, totally. but so often totally. you don't get the feedback, do you? And we were talking about feedback earlier. Yeah, on. we were. You don't yeah. get the honest feedback uh, from a family member because nobody wants to hurt a relationship or make a comment that's going to upset anybody else no. and things like that. And it that. can impinge upon that friendship. Strike, yes. Family relationship. Yeah. I've seen many businesses where um, two friends have gone into business together for the right reasons and you know, they've had some challenging times and that friendship may have fallen apart. Mm. Equally, I've seen many businesses where, where it's yeah. worked, but you just yeah. need to be aware of those yeah. challenges. Yeah. And having that impartial, independent feedback is great gold dust. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually an interesting scenario because I've known lots of businesses over the years where people have come together to, to form partnerships or, you know, to work together. And at some point, one has drifted off or the relationship has broken down. And, those, and often it appears that there's nothing in writing. Mm, totally. Yeah. So um, what's your view on that one? Get it in writing, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if you're in, going into partnership with, with a family member or anyone for that matter, yeah, a basic agreement as to what happens mm. in certain scenarios. So, how are profits going to be shared? Yeah, how are decisions going to be made? If things go wrong, and you know, hopefully they won't go wrong, yeah. what happens then? Ideally, get some legal advice on it. It shouldn't cost that much, there's mm. just some basic. Because I think that puts people off, doesn't it? The thought of going to solicitor and paying it out is, there. But again, have a chat with a solicitor first. You know, yeah. Those initial conversations, certainly with the solicitors that we work with, those initial chats won't cost anything. It's mm. from that point onwards. No, they yeah. won't give any detailed one-to-one, -one, this is what you need to have in your document. But they'll go through 
the generality of yeah. what's covered in a document. Yeah, give you a flavour of it. And would then give you a, right, this is how much it would cost to draw yes. that up. Yeah. Or you may say, well, actually, let's, let's do something ourselves, but at least you've got something in writing. Mm. You've got something mm. in writing there to say, right, if this happens, this one, this, this, yeah. Yeah. this result happens. Yeah. But again, you don't know what you don't know. No, and I suppose that's just as relevant for business owners. Totally. <laughs> uh, so, um, sorry, not business owners, for man and wife totally. type businesses. And, you know, particularly if you've got you know, mm. husband and wife, uh, husband and husband, wife and wife businesses, yeah, yeah. you've got to have protection in place for the family. So God forbid mm. something happened to, to one yes. person. That person's yeah, yeah. still with us. Yeah. What happens? Is that say, the same for a limited company, though? Yes. Yes. Okay. Same for a limited company, same for a partnership. Okay. Um, it's really important. And some there's some good tax planning tools that you can use, some you know, some relevant life policies that you can have for limited companies which which benefit the individual, yeah. benefit the company, good good tax saving. Mm. Having something in writing, having elastic power of attorney for the business. Mm. So if something happens to the person that's yeah. the key doer in the business, mm. the other person has the decision-making power yes to enable a business a to carry on b to fold if it needs to fold and can make those decisions legally or to manage mm. things in the intervening period mm. uh, yeah again we come back to you don't know what you don't know no of course of course and whenever these... we mention it to, uh, things like that to people I think oh that's a good idea I didn't think of that yeah that's a regular yeah very regular yeah. comment yeah so I you oh yeah lovely thank you Okay, lovely. Um, and thank you for the tea. <laughs> That's no great. Pleasure. So how do you go about choosing the accountant? Do, do you need a different sort of accountant for a different sort of business? Or No, you shouldn't do, no. If you're choosing the right, if you've got the right accountant, they should be able to handle whatever you need throughout your business journey, mm-hmm. whether regardless of what your aims and ambitions are, whether that that's, I want to run a lifestyle business and quite happy doing mm. what I'm doing, working mm. for myself as just me, or want to grow it and scale it, they should be able to cover yeah. those aspects and have connections who can help you on the fringes, mm-hmm. you know, financial, yes. financial yeah. advisors, etc. Yeah. Uh, case in point. Yeah. So in terms of choosing, look at recommendations, uh, on Google, for example, right. ask contacts who who they use, what their feedback is. Go and see a couple, mm. Come, yeah, and and get an idea what what are they like face to face. What's their environment like? Have they got a team of people, or is it just them? I'd recommend having someone who's rather than just a one man band, which mm. is great for certain. Yeah. absolutely got nothing wrong with it. Yeah, but particularly, if, you know holidays, sickness, illness, and you've got something that needs to be mm. sorted out, there's more than yeah. one point of contact. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, uh, and, and someone that you feel at ease with, you can have those conversations, you feel you can have those conversations mm. with. Yeah. So it's very much personal yeah. matter. What might suit Joe Bloggs may not suit you. Yes, yeah. I think that's one of the things that I notice, the difference between accountants. There are some who are the traditional suited and booted accountants very nice people mm-hmm. but often very kind of what would i say intense mm-hmm. about what they do mm-hmm. 
and sometimes they're difficult to communicate with, mm. uh, you know, as a small business owner. Yeah. And I, I do wonder whether that, that's off-putting. I know it's a bit off-putting for me. And would you feel comfortable asking those questions? The, the, and when you're a small business, most of the questions are quite personal. They are, yeah. And, and we get into a lot of quite personal stuff, not mm. because we want to pry, but because it could impact upon the advice that we give. Yes. For the right reasons. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, so initially when we asked particularly new clients about their husband, their wife, their partner mm. and their income, etc., there's a little bit of reluctance to share that information, but we always mm. try and explain why we, well, we always explain why we need that information yeah. so that we can maximise the amount yeah. of money that the household keeps yeah. and doesn't pay the tax man legally. Mm-hmm. And there's... Once they understand that, they're more forthcoming. Mm, yeah. They're more at ease. Yeah, yeah. Okay. One of the things I was going to ask, um, when you are in the process of setting up a business, you know, you might have paid out to get your Wi-Fi done and and all those kinds of things. Is it that you can save all those receipts, those set-up receipts? Yeah, so... Again, have a conversation with the accountant earlier as possible so you understand what you can and can't claim. And there's some good tools that we can make available to people that makes it easy to record that information. Yeah, okay. Yeah, in terms of keeping um, records, again, have a conversation with your, your accountant, your chosen accountant, early so you understand what you can claim, what you can't claim. Yeah. And they can help you set up uh, processes and procedures to, to make things yes. easy for you recording that information. So yeah. we use software yeah. as much as possible because the right software can make life a lot easier for mm. you. Yeah. Where you can just digitally mm. take pictures of, mm. of receipts, mm. store them without having to sit down each day and go, oh, I've got this spreadsheet to repair. Yeah. Repair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Mm. Yeah. So, one of the other things I was going to ask was, what what are your kind of advice for someone who's just starting, a, you know, a young business? What do they need to do? Keep records. Record keeping is the key. Okay. Because that that inf- that information is gold dust mm. to able to understand what your profits are. Yeah. Therefore, what your tax is likely to eat will be, mm. and also what you can do from a ta- from a tax perspective in terms of reducing that tax. What you can do from yeah. a tax planning point of view mm-hmm. to reduce that that tax, and yeah. then also uh, having that the information at the fingertips to uh, help you understand what mm. help you need to take the business to where you want it to go to. Yeah. So, yeah. for example, we're working with a, a couple of clients at the moment in different industries, one's a hairdresser, one's in car repairs, and we're breaking their financial information down into, well, how many cuts, cuts and blow dryers do you need a day to pay the bills or to get a certain level of profit? How many car repairs do you need to do at, a, at an average level a day to achieve yes. a certain level of profit? Equally, we've got a, a kitchen, someone who designs kitchens, 
uh, and has enough fitters to fit the kitchen. Yes. So how many kitchens do you need to sell at an average price per day, yeah. per week, to to meet your income aim? So rather than just have it hitting them with financials, it's hitting them with good stuff that yes. they're good at. Well, I've got to sell these kitchens at this price to be able to do. Yeah. Yeah, to, yeah. to take home next at the end of the year, yeah. knowing my tax is looked after. That's great. So when you when you say about keeping records, what, what do you mean specifically? Good question. So copies of sales invoices, okay. uh, copies of cost records, so re- purchase receipts, purchase invoices. Maintain, keep a separate bank account for the business. Okay. Uh, that's important because you can more easily keep a tab on your income and costs. Mm. If you mix it up with your, any of your personal bank accounts, costs particularly mm. can quite easily go missing and be lost within the noise. Yeah, so I see. So just keep that separate bank account. Mm. It's a, you need to have it anyway for a lim- if you're setting up a limited company. Yes, it needs yes. to be in the name of the limited company. Mm. But if you're setting up a partnership or mm. a, a sole trader business, have that separate bank account. Yes. In the name of the partnership mm-hmm. or... Mm. In, in your name as a sole trader, trading mm. as XYZ or whatever it might be. Yeah, okay, okay. And, and what if else? in doubt, ask the accountant. Uh, yeah, got, of course. You know, yeah. Because we're not just there to do your tax return, that's it, goodbye. Mm. We're there for throughout the year. Mm. So, for example, we charge a fixed fee, a mm. uh, monthly direct debit, which covers all the work that we'll need to do throughout the year. Um, it covers all meetings, phone calls, questions, queries mm. that you have throughout the year. There's no additional fees for those those conversations or those questions. If there is any additional work required over and above what we've quoted for, then we'll always have a conversation with the client beforehand. Mm, so yes. People know exactly where they where they sit. Yeah. Yeah. And you may think, well, what's my accountant doing? We're doing things mm. in the background mm. to help you without you necessarily knowing it. Right. So that we can try and uh, mm. get things at the earliest possible moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, one of the things that I learned uh, back in the 90s was cash flow. Yeah. My accountant at the time, at the end of each month, we did management accounts and he produced a cash flow forecast for me and that for me was one of the most enlightening Mm. tools ever Mm. so what are your thoughts about that totally agree totally agree cash cash and cash flow is the blood circulating within your business body yeah without that you haven't got a business you may you know have made huge amounts of profits but if you haven't collected that money from your customers mm-hmm. you've got nothing to continue with you can't yeah. pay those bills you can't pay yourself no. you can't pay your household bills so yeah mm-hmm. it's vitally important yeah uh, and again mentioned a couple of clients i'm working with immediately spring to mind we're working on cash flow forecast for them yeah again Helping them understand how many cut and blow drives they need to do in a day and in a week, how many kitchens they need to have mm. sold, yes. etc. That impacts upon their cash. And in fact, I've got a Zoom call on Friday afternoon with a client to go through their cash flow until the end of the year. Mm. Yeah. Just to see, yeah. well, are you on track, where you're at? Mm-hmm. And using software that we already got in place for that. That mm. client, so we're, yeah. we're not having to do huge amounts of work, so it's not costing the client mm-hmm. a huge amount of money to do that. But they're able to get, able to get the best advice. Yes, yeah, yeah. I think what was 
really key for us at that time and now as well in our own business now we have cash flow mm-hmm. created we can use it as a planning tool yep yeah uh, and this is and some... they don't need sorry to interrupt they no, don't need to be overly complicated no no i suppose it depends who is administering it yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it can be as complicated as you wish yes but for me, keeping it simple is, is great yeah yeah i in boardroom buddies in the mastermind one of the things that i talk to clients about or the members about is how are you managing your cash mm. can you see what you've got till the end of the year mm. and where there are dips and mm. where it's better than other months and things yeah. like that yeah. and if you want to purchase something and you're not sure or your your vision includes i don't know buying a property or buying a vehicle or those mm-hmm. kinds of things you can put those costs in mm-hmm. and see what effect that has on your business totally totally yeah. and what's the best way to finance them yes yeah you know so yeah. you know that's and having that extra pair of eyes ears and mouth beside mm. you that that uh, yeah you know, part of your virtual team. Yes. You, yeah. you can have those conversations. We regularly have conversations with clients. Oh, I need to buy a van because of X, Y, Z. What's the best way of doing it? Yes. When should I do it? Yeah. We send out pre-year-end letters, we call them to, to clients to say, right, we've got three or four months before your year-end. Here's some tax-saving ideas, one of which will be, do you need to purchase any yes. equipment or mm. anything of a capital nature? Yeah. If you do, give us a call. Let's mm-hmm. have a chat about it. Let's see mm. when the best time is mm-hmm. and what's the best method of financing it for your cash flow. Yeah. Yeah. That's brilliant. So, Lloyd, I've known you a number of years mm. now. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember when I said to you, and I think we were in a networking kind of setting, you know, what, what are you about as an accountant? Because... Mm-hmm. You know, we all have our own why, if you like. Yeah. So, so tell us about what you, you know, why you do what you do. Fundamentally, I enjoy what I do. I enjoy helping people fundamentally, mm-hmm. uh, getting people on the right track. I get pleasure, and hopefully the team that work with me get pleasure out of helping people, providing them with the right information at the right time and the right advice mm. to enable them to get the most out of their hard-earned income yeah yeah whether they're employed self-employed mm-hmm. doesn't really matter mm. um, and the whole purpose of our meetings particularly with new clients well, well particularly at the start yeah is is making sure that the people have that right information at their fingertips provided with the right level of knowledge such that they can then make a formed decision as to which way they want to go. Yeah. Whether it be coming back to what we discussed right at the start, whether they do it themselves or mm. um, choose an accountant, whether it be us or someone else, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It, it's yeah. about providing people with that that, that right information. Mm. I mean, we love it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we love and try and gender within the team and enjoy what we do. Yes. We don't take our, ourselves particularly seriously, but we do take seriously what we do. Great, that's a brilliant saying. Yeah, I love that. Hopefully, yeah. we practice it. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's brilliant. Thank you. Uh, so, if anybody wants to get in touch with you and find out more or just drop into Tax Assist, yeah. so, how do they get in touch with you? So, you can either walk into one of our shops 
in Kings Winford, right opposite the cross, or in Wolverhampton in Finchfield, right by the Little. Uh, call us on Kings Winford 01384 Wolverhampton 01902 or drop us an email. Use my email address, okay. Lloyd Evans at yeah. taxassist.co.uk. Yeah, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. And there's also lots of information on your website, I think. Well, there's a huge amount of information website. Go mm. to www.taxassist.co.uk <laughs> forward slash Kings Winford or forward slash Wolverhampton. Brilliant. That's great. I'm never sure whether to use the www or not, but there we go. It's I there. don't know what the current trend is either. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Lloyd, that's been brilliant. Thank it's you so much. Absolutely. Great. Thanks a lot. I do hope that you've enjoyed this episode of the Boardroom Buddies podcast. Do subscribe for more podcasts and it would be lovely if you shared it on your favourite podcast platform. If you have any questions or you would like to talk any more on the topic, then do connect with me on LinkedIn or email me on jax, that's J-A-X, at jackiecasey.consulting. And thanks for listening.